BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Sif Heider, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? Actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. So let's get right into it. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Dream Bigger podcast. Today's show is brought to you by Symbiotica. And my God, I have a treat for you because I am chatting with Shervin, who is the founder of Symbiotica. And today's conversation is such a deep dive into all things health and wellness, which I think you guys are just going to love. If you're not familiar with him, Shervin is an incredibly respected and influential health expert. He is out there sharing such robust information about health and wellness. He was mentored by some of the world's top health authorities at an early age and quickly developed a deep passion curiosity that drove him to question and expand upon everything he was taught. And you will see that reflected in today's interview where he just allows us to think for ourselves. Like that's kind of what his content is all about. He has committed his whole life to seek knowledge and truth and advocate for keen discernment in all areas of life. And in 2017, he co-founded Symbiotica, which is an innovative wellness company that designs sophisticated organic nutritional formulation scientifically proven to increase vitality and longevity by filling the nutritional gaps from a typical modern day diet. Symbiotica's mission is to change the world by empowering people to reclaim their health through education, transparency, and nutrition. So prior to us actually doing this interview, I had asked you guys any questions that you had for Shervin because, you know, he is very, very well recognized as an authority and an expert in this area. And you guys sent some really good questions in. So there's some in there directly from you guys or, you know, things that I expanded upon based on what you were asking, but it is real, real serious deep dive into all things health and wellness. I have to have him back for a part two. And before we dive into the episode, I have a code for you, which I'm really excited about. So if you're not familiar with Symbiotica's products, they are incredible. I'm a fan of actually a few of their products, which I use on a daily basis. One of them is a longevity mushrooms, which I've talked about on this podcast before. It tastes like this fudgy, chocolatey, delicious dessert, except it contains a really great mushroom formula known for longevity, just medicinal mushrooms. And I'm a big fan of that product. I also really like Golden Mind. So it's an awesome brand. So you guys should check them out. And the code that you're going to want to use is dreambigger on symbiotica.com for 15% off site-wide, or you can create a custom bundle and get up to 45% off. So this code applies on top of custom bundle discounts. This is a crazy code that they've given you guys. And I hope you guys use it. I'm such a fan of the brand. You guys will hear all about it in today's episode. And I'm excited to bring it to you. So with that, let's welcome Sherveen to the Dream Bigger podcast. 
So I'm actually going to start this off with Para-X. And I know I've like <laughs> had to like hold myself back from like asking this before we started recording. But tell me about the supplement. I saw that it contains CAPE, which yeah. has been shown to suppress everything. Yes. Yeah. So tell me about it. Well, it's definitely not a supplement. I would say it's an inauguration in terms of how we are approaching health today. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty clear now mm -hmm. that a lot of the pathological diseases, autoimmune initially going into you know more dangerous diseases, is coming from some form of infection in the body. Totally. It's breakdown. The body just gives up. The immune system spread out. And, you know, we're under assault with so many things, so many microorganisms. We know about Lyme, you know, we know about Candida, we know about H. pylori, gram-negative stuff, but we're just getting infiltrated with all kinds of stuff. There's STDs out there, so you have viral loads, and everyone's just going berserk and running around doing God knows what, and your immune system's faltering because you're under stress and you're living in the modern world, and these things run havoc. And that's one of the main things that I've noticed being in the health field pretty much my whole life is that people are having unexplainable symptoms and they can't focus, they can't think, they can't like the brain operate. fog. I mean, it's just, and so things. much has been normalized too. Yeah, it's it's been like, here, take this, you know, let's go into escapism, let's put, you know, duct tape over it. And that stuff, you know, is is leading towards people running towards a cliff. And the more you look at it, you more the more you see that there's just a lot of infections going on. And once you have co-infections going on, then the line of the immune system is basically completely thin. Mm -hmm. And once you have a breakthrough in that regard, and I don't mean in a positive way, you're feeling the avalanche of those symptoms, which ultimately leads to more problems down the road. So this was, I've been around cleansing my entire life. I've done every kind of cleansing you can imagine, you know, Vedic cleansing. I mean, I've done all the different forms of detoxification, you know, fruit fast, grape fast, mineral baths, chelation therapy, heavy metal cleansing, all everything you can imagine. And they're all powerful. They're all good. My daily practice is a cleanse process. Breath work, dry brushing, infrared sauna, cold plunging. Oh, we're going to get into all, all, all of this. All that kind of stuff. <laughs> and I, I don't consider that biohacking. I consider that living with intention because mm -hmm. I don't think we're a system to hack. This is just how we're supposed to be. We've just forgotten what we've forgotten. So this formula was designed and created to mitigate the damage that's being done from all these load factors that are in our body. It's not a cleanse, it's a modulator of the immune system. So imagine that your body's under attack 24-7 at 100% capacity. What, we're in, what our intention is with this formula is to bring that 100% down to 20%. Mm -hmm. So now your load is way less because your immune system is bolstered has mechanisms and compounds in there that can go and put cloaking devices on loads as well so the immune system can see the target because there's parts to that. This is a combination of earth medicine from herbs to minerals to also ozone in there, which is our atmospheric energy. Are you familiar with ozone therapy? I, I am, but how do you put that into a formula? Well, you, the only way to capture ozone in, into like a formula, you have to run it through a long chain carbon fat, uh -huh. which we have in there. Those lipids, we run the ozone through it. Uh -huh. so, so ozone is O3, it's unstable oxygen, and it has different, many different chains to it. So th there's a lipid matrix in there of clove, oregano, thyme, full olive, and monolaurin, which is the active antibacterial compound that you find in coconut oil. That's why people are doing coconut oil in the morning and pooling coconut mm -hmm. for their oral health. So that's the lipid matrix. Then we run a triple ozone pass through it, so you're almost at 90% capacity of ozone caught in that oil. That's just the base of that formula. Then you have another 40 compounds in there of active microspheres that are in beads, and these have a delayed release effect, so they go deep into the you know large intestines and into the lower part of the gut, so the hydrochloric acid isn't destroying it on contact. Everything in there was designed with intention. That was two years in the making. Wow. We can't make any claims. I, I can't say this does this or this does that. That's not how we work. Mm -hmm. What we do is we look at each and one of those compounds, see how they synergize together, and we look at the case studies behind that. Most of these compounds in there have, you know, hundreds if not thousands of published peer-reviewed case studies. Yeah, absolutely. And some of the main active compounds, you mentioned CAPE, right? That's what I was, yeah. It's just like you want to wear your CAPE. It's, um, I've been a big fan of, you know, B-propolis, royal jelly, honey, bee pollen. So powerful. It's nature's alchemy. Uh, my background, I'm an anthroposophist, so I grew up, grew up with Rudolf Steiner teachings through Waldorf education, through my own, I would say, quest for knowledge. And Steiner, one of Steiner's big like cosmic spirits is the bees and really understanding how bees work. 
not how modern world has created artificial queen bees and queen hives to create more production, but to really understand them and connect with them. Without the bees, there's no pollination. Without pollination, there isn't us. And what protects the beehive? Caffeic acid phenethyl ester, otherwise known as propolis. Mm -hmm. And CAPE is the active compound. It's the active phenyloic compound From, in propolis. Really? Yes. Oh, I did not know that. So this is like biblical now, right? Yeah. And this is like, there's something here that is just so profound. And so if you start like really going deep diving into caffeic acid and seeing what it does, you start really, you know, getting a little bit excited because it is unlimited in terms of its ability to penetrate deep in the body and activate the immune system against some of the most harmful viral loads in the world. And it's it's intense, and so we have a massive dose in there that no one's doing. Yeah, this is this is outside of you know something you can go buy at you know some supermarket or even find the online. Well, you've got the actives that are working from like such a powerful compound to begin with. That's right. Yeah, and they're all synergizing together, and we sold out in 36 hours, and Incredible. that wasn't even on the Symbiotica train energetically. That was just through like our personal private rooms and data through our own sphere of influence hasn't even hit the mainstream level. So th these aren't, this isn't easy to produce. Yeah. It's a very tedious, intricate process. It takes a lot of labor. As you can see, these are liquid gel caps, hard shell caps with microbeads in there. Yeah, and let me tell yeah. you, I know all about <laughs> microbeads and it's yeah. really difficult to produce. So. It's difficult to produce, especially if it's not like four compounds in uh -huh, there, 100%. like D3 and K2 or whatever. This is This is a whole subject line of different metamorphical compounds that really come together. And it, it's quite the achievement for the Symbiotica team and yeah, our ent entire organization. It's incredible. It's also a beautiful product. So essentially what this does, it helps you be preventative with your immune system, correct? Offensive. Offensive. Oh, okay. I love that term. Yeah. Offensive. The best defense is a great offense. Yeah. And the best defense is a great, you know, and vice versa. The best offense is a great defense. And it's both. I think that what's interesting is that when it comes to our immune system, we are so reactive. Like something goes wrong and that's when you're like, oh shit, I should be doing something. But actually like the way to optimize your health is by being offensive, as you're saying, and ensuring that you're protecting yourself on all fronts and like really just trying to like improve even before something bad happens. Absolutely. Well said. I, I think we are too reactive. And and sometimes the reaction is actually taking out of taking us out of homeostasis because of the fear and the pain and the, and then just kind of the self-doubt. Mm -hmm. And that's all stemming from just lack of knowledge. Yeah. You know, the, the the less knowledge you have on how these things work, how the body works, how the liver works what the kidneys do, you know, why you're not supposed to be eating a standard American diet, why you shouldn't be going to sleep at 1 a.m., you know, all these different things. If you don't know, then you're not going to know and you're not going to put yourself in position to succeed. So the whole thing with what I'm doing and what Symbiotica as a brand is doing is we're an educational company first and foremost. We don't want anyone taking any of our formulas if they don't know what it is. I'm not into that trendy bullshit. I'm not into like, let's get, it's cool to be like healthy now and go drink our green juice. I'm so far from that. That's just complete materialism. Mm -hmm. Our whole thing is like, let's get straight and understand how these things work and why they're good for us. And if it makes sense to you, practice your God-given discernment and then go a step further and learn more. And once you start peeling the onion, then all of a sudden you start, you know, carving your own pathways. It's kind of how I handle my social media. I'm not telling people what to do. That's just not my vibration. You're just I drop putting clues. the information out there. Put yeah. The, put information and I put clues. So they're gonna have to like put think a little bit. This social media today and this whole thing, it's all about someone's coming to save you. It's allopathic in nature, which yes. is interesting because all these holistic people are against the medical system, but they want an allopathic answer. They want to be told what to do without knowing anything. That is a complete reversal of everything that they're supposedly stand for. And I see right through it. I'm not part of the escapism behavior. I'm part of, you want to come here? Okay, it's time to do some work. It's mm -hmm. time to have some discipline and get real. And these are how you breed faculties within your body. So you as an individual can take your power back. All the spiritual stuff is fantastic, but without that rooted, it's all for nothing. It's all idealism. It's all la la land. The way I feel about it is we're just putting on a, another mask. I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's so well said. So talk to me about 
you as an individual, like, I guess to go back to how we were meant to live, you know, because as you mentioned, we are out here like sleeping at 1 a.m., eating the standard American diet. So talk to me about your day to day. And I guess the first thing I'll ask is like, what do you do when you wake up in the morning first thing? Okay, so that's a fantastic question. I think first and foremost, you don't want to live like a machine. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're not machines. We're sentient beings. We have souls in our body. But there are rituals that should be in place that should be non-negotiable, okay? Do I go to sleep every night at 9.30? I don't. Is it in my best interest to? Absolutely. But are we living in some 21st century digital world with so much crazy stuff going on? Absolutely. So if I'm not out and about or at a gathering or you know with a group of friends going deep on whatever magic we're all about for that evening, I'm usually in bed around 9.30, 9.45, it's a pitch dark room. My last meal is usually around 5 p.m., no later than that. Wow, so four hours before, at, at least, least four hours, okay. At least, I flipped my intermittent fasting. I used to break my fast around 2 p.m. and then my last meal was around seven. Mm -hmm. I flipped it around where I'm eating on the rise and I'm stopping my main, my last meal, my last calorie around 5.30, 6 o'clock. That's made a world of difference in my, in my wow. reality. Wow, okay, uh -huh. can you explain that for a second? Because I know everyone has like a different way that they do intermittent fasting. Why have you switched it around? Why do you feel like it's more beneficial for you to eat like upon waking up? It's just allowing me to sleep better, you know? Huh, my okay. body, you know, if you study Ayurveda yeah. and then you look at kind of modern mm -hmm. biology is that our body has an intricate system of detoxification throughout yeah. the evening. That's mm -hmm. why when you wake up, you have you know, boogers in your eyes and you're, you got film over your teeth. That's because your body's been detoxing. Totally. Your lung evacuates, your kidneys, you know, release X amount of stuff. Your liver releases enzymes, your blood goes through a cleansing process. Then your glymphatic system turns on. Mm -hmm. Most people don't know what the glymphatic system is, but it's the detoxification pathways w within the center of your brain, right? And if you're not going to sleep in a fasted state at around 9, 30, 10 o'clock in a dark, pitch dark room, and it's 65 degrees, you're lessening the chance to get a full detoxification throughout the night. Another way of looking at it is if you've done extended fasting before, you'll notice that you don't need to sleep as much when you're fasted, right? After three, four days on a fast, I barely need to sleep. Why is that? Because sleeping is the time that you're detoxifying your body yeah. from the foods that you eat. Eating food is a really multifaceted process. Just thinking about food turns on your salivary glands. It turns on your liver. It turns on things in your body. Just thinking about mm -hmm. it. You get what I'm saying? Yep. When you eat food, it's like cataclysmic. You're absorbing, you're eliminating. You know, all these things have to happen through the digestion process. And so for me, stopping the food at 5.30, 6 o'clock gives my body enough time so I can go to sleep very clean, very light, and have really deep, deep, deep sleep, like past the rapid eye movement. And I measure all this stuff. It's working, you know, really well for me. My growth hormone is cranking out and I'm waking up so fresh, so ready. So you asked me about my rising ritual. I get up, no alarm. I've never used an alarm. This is, that's not going to happen in my reality. I get up with the real sun making its way over, you know, its declination is heading towards the beach and I rise with the sun. I immediately hydrate with 30 ounces of spring water with a sprinkle of sea salt and one tablet of molecular hydrogen. That's my rising ritual. Tell us about molecular hydrogen. Hydrogen is the first element on the periodic table. It's mm -hmm. the smallest element. And what we know now is hydrogen is going into the body. If you can get it in that way, either you're breathing it in, bathing it mm -hmm. in, or taking it as a supplement it neutralizes a free radical, a harmful free radical called hydroxyl. Hydroxyl is the smallest free radical that we know of in the human body. And it's running around like a whirling dervish, messing with your DNA, messing with you know all different parts of your body, your tissues, your blood vessels, and things like that. And so molecular hydrogen goes in there and, and basically neutralizes that. The case studies on molecular hydrogen are extraordinary. I've been a fan of molecular hydrogen for probably 10 years now, and finally was able to bring it to Symbiotica, the strongest form in tablet form, 12 parts per million. So that's it, pretty epic. So if you're, you're getting that in, mm -hmm. you're getting a really powerful antioxidant, way more powerful than vitamin C or anything like that. I start with that, then I get out on the grass and I get out in the, you know, out in the backyard and I'm exposed to the earth. I'm grounded to the earth. I'm getting that discharge of being in a artificial box. 
and putting my feet on the earth. And right there, that's neutralizing so much voltage that shouldn't yeah. be there. I need to talk to you about grounding because so many people are like, oh, like what's grounding? Like it doesn't really matter. Can you explain why it's so important for us to like have that contact with nature and like actually touch and feel nature? Yeah. So first and foremost, that's what we were designed, designed to do. Designed to do, exactly. When did we get so distracted or forgotten what we've forgotten that we don't realize we're actually of nature? You know, we've put ourselves in this hierarchy because of our intellectualism and our modern technology, but we we really messed up on this. We live in artificial boxes that are artificially regulated, that are temperature regulated, that are light regulated, that are, you know, Wi-Fi regulated. It's insane how distracted and how stripped we are from our essence. Our bodies are carbon-based and they're filled with minerals. We are literally made of this earth. If I removed all the mineral, the earthbound minerals from your body right now, you would be no more. You're made of calcium, silica, all of these things. We're from the earth. Mm -hmm. Like whatever this design is, whatever this this whole system is, we have no idea. We can only you know have theory or postulate or believe in faith. We are of the earth. That's a fact. And so this whole idea that we can live on a 40th floor building and be disconnected is such an insult to our health, in, insult to our cognitive ability, to our vitality, to our immune system, to our spirituality, all of those things. So once your body gets connected to the earth, so your body's electrical before it's yeah. chemical. Your whole body runs on an electron system. Your heart is beating through an electrical system. Your brain is operating through an electrical system. And so those signals are running in a cycle throughout the body and the earth has a breath and that's called the Schumann resonance. It's a biofield. And the, our bodies are supposed to be attached to that biofield to keep us calibrated. And it also neutralizes runaway free radicals and inflammation. The tests are clear. You put a sick person, take them out of the hospital, lay them in the earth on the beach, and all of a sudden, most of their symptoms are gone. That's a fact. Their inflammation goes down. You can check it in their blood. You can check it in um, doing different types of screenings. It's, it's really impressive. So the more that you are grounded to the earth, your feet's in the earth, and I don't mean like walking in the municipal park that has sewage systems under it, getting your feet out in the mountain, getting your feet in the earth, getting your feet in the forest, it's really gonna have a very powerful effect on your body. And it's gonna neutralize a lot of the acids that are building up in the body as well. Honestly, so you know, I was telling you that I used to live in Toronto and like in a high rise building, I mean, really all of that. And my dad would joke that like I'm addicted to carbon monoxide. And honestly, for yeah. years, I really was. And it wasn't until we'd go on beach vacations. And every time I'd go, I was like, wow, like walking on the sand is like this like therapeutic feeling. And then as soon as I moved out to LA and I started hiking more and like spending so much more time out in nature, it just completely switched my disposition. And that right there is like, People who don't believe in this stuff, it's like, just go spend a day in nature right. and see how you feel. Do you feel so much more rooted? Like if I'm having a bad day, if I go back to nature, I just immediately get more clarity. Just I feel better. Right. So there's something there 100% even for the naysayers. That's right. And you, you even felt that delta coming into Los Angeles, right? Where, you know, I would look at LA as like, oh, wait, this is not nature at all, right? So it's all relative, yeah. right? So it just shows you like how far you can go in terms of how good you can feel. Again, these, this isn't pseudoscience. This isn't mumbo jumbo. This is just understanding how the body works. And also the movement of being outside. What else do I do? I ground to the earth. Then the sun comes and I'm naked in front of the sun. That's how my immune system turns on. Mm -hmm. That's how my vitamin D3 production, which is actually a hormone begins. The UVA and the UVB hits the cholesterol on my skin, which then converts that into, I would say an immune antagonizing hormone, which then turns on 3000 genes associated to my immune system. I get the sunlight in my eyes, which is then activating my brain. You know, that's biophotonic, you know, rays that are turning on. We're basically solar panels. Also, I was I was reading that if you are going out into the sun first thing, like upon waking and if you rise with the sun, you're 
need for sunscreen also kind of diminishes. Makes total sense. You know, our bodies morph to its ability to understand the frequencies that it's receiving. So if you're someone that's been wearing sunblock for 20 years and then all of a sudden go to like some equatorial area, you're going to get sunburned if you're not wearing sunblock, right? Because your body has is not prepared for that. You've actually handicapped your body or dismantled its ability to understand what's going on mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it can't take it and it's going to you know it's going to burn. So the more that you give your, get your body and your mind and your spirit acclimated this is why you know hormesis that which does not kill you makes you stronger, stronger yep. right? These kinds of things this is why I jump in cold rivers that's why I have a cold plunge this is why I go into 175 degree saunas this is why I hang upside down I put my body to these tests but I'm not sustaining it long-term, it's a shock. And so the body can recalibrate and know what to do to prepare. It's just like working out. When you go to the gym, and let's just say you're into lifting weights, well, what are you doing? You're causing atrophy yep. to the muscle, it's tearing, tearing the fibers, it. the brain sends a signal through the central nervous system, we need to send amino acids, protein, we need to rebuild it stronger so it can prepare for the next fight right? It's the same thing with the human body. We've gotten so sedentary. We're stuck on the couch. We're stuck on the computer. We're stuck it's under artificial light. It's like, too comfortable. It's just too comfortable. And we are rarely putting our bodies under hormesis, which is incredibly important. Like even temperature regulation, which I know you touched on. Yeah. It's important to put your body through like kind of uncomfortable weather conditions as well. Absolutely. Resistance creates your ultimate level of persistence in life. We have to do that. I travel all over the world. I mean, I'm a well-known avid spring hunter. It's just part of my like dharma here. You know, I've chosen like, I'm gonna go hunt for spring water. Okay, you have to explain how you do this. What does <laughs> one do? How does even one go on this quest for spring water? I just, you know, I, I have some crazy family members yeah. that mentored me at an early age. One of them, his name's David Wolf. Uh -huh. And um, he's been a spring water hunter and he mentored me at an early age, taught me what spring water truly is. We don't realize what water is, but water is life. Water mm -hmm. is kinetic and spring water is the ultimate representation of God on earth. It's aquifers that are two miles deep that run through a vortex energy that have power and spirit to it. It's structured, it's deuterium depleted. That's a whole nother subject that shoots up and you find that spring water and you bathe in that spring water and you drink that water. There's something to that. It's It just turns on the primal animal in you. And I've gone all over the world hunting springs. So once you get to spring, what happens? Like, are you taking it back with you? Like, I need to know the mechanics <laughs> of this spring water quest. Well, well, I mean, as much as you can, Yeah. right? You know, we go to Shasta a lot yeah. and Idaho a lot, mm -hmm. you know, and there's a lot of cool videos of me online at a lot of these springs talking about the water and the implosionary energy. Water has implosionary energy, which is the opposite of explosion. We're used to explosion. When you press the gas pedal, the gasoline lights on fire, there's an explosion, that energy is controlled and then pushes the piston. Mm -hmm. It's a one-time usage. Implosion is the opposite. It's like, you ever seen those videos of salmon swimming upstream yeah. and jumping the waterfalls? Yep. Okay, so how are they doing that? How are they going opposite of the water? Well, what they're doing, Dr. Victor Schauberger, he's an Austrian scientist from 100 years ago. He was actually the warden of a forest in Austria, and his dad was the warden. His dad, these were spiritual, spiritual hierarchies embodied in these guys' bodies. It's incredible. They're stories, and they're, they're scientists by nature. They witness seeing trout spring load under a waterfall up 30, 40 feet and they couldn't comprehend it. What they realized is that the fish would tap into the explosionary reaction of nature. So when the water would land on the water, nature has a resistance to that, and there's a kinetic energy, and the fish would go into some hypnotic state and then slide into position and then tap up. There's so much subtle energy here in this realm. We've lost the idea of subtle energy because we've built these magnificent technologies that are like magic, mm -hmm. right? You're FaceTiming someone on the other side of this realm. That's true. We're used to this like crazy stuff, but earth and all this has subtle energy. There's subtle things going on in nature. And so springs, you see that and feel it. Everything around the spring is beautiful. Mm -hmm. We have a farm in Hawaii and I spent a lot of time in Hawaii and I live in Hawaii and we go out to all the waterfalls. Everything around those waterfalls is beautiful. The rock formation is beautiful. The vegetation is beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It's because it's filled with ions and implosionary energy. You drive here on the 405, everything is ugly. Yeah. 
everything is dystopic. Everything is gross. Everything is dying. Mm -hmm. Everything is fleeting because it's explosionary energy. These are concepts that if you're interested, you could really find a lot of your inner, you know, I would say vital force through understanding subtle energy. And that's why we go after these springs. These are the things that I like to do. I still like to go to a Laker game here and there. I still like to go drive a fast car here and there. I think for me, it's like find balance in this game of life, you know, and find harmony. And I'm just giving you my version. Yeah. This is just my reality. I'm not telling anyone or judging anyone. Everyone has their own right to live however they want. But these are the things that fascinate me. Well, I think balance is what's key, I think, to like a wholesome life. And so many of us have kind of gone to the other side where you don't even have a clue. You know, yep. and you've just like strayed so far away from the things that I guess we were born to do and just like completely moved away from that. Right. You know, even we're talking about nature and grounding, right? It's even just the way your foot moves when you're without shoes, like, you know, barefoot, like contorts in a certain way. And I think it makes your joints stronger and like more resilient as well. Yeah, that's a really good point that you made. We're, we're again, we're, we're handicapping who we are through laziness and we are expecting to be on top of everything and given everything through technology, which is really like destroying our faculties. Like I think about it, so we could reverse engineer this into children. Mm -hmm. You know, it really begins in childhood, right? How you're raised in the womb, you know, how the cosmic alchemy of that came together, how you were birthed, how you were raised from third trimester to seven years young. Those are really impactful times. A friend of ours, Dr. Bruce Lipton, wrote The Biology of Belief, and that's understanding that epigenetics controls everything. Epi means above the genetic profile, right? So your environmental factors, right? What the household felt like, what your environment was, what water you're drinking, what foods you were eating, all of those are gonna have a profound impact on your perspective in life and what yearns you to wanna be you know, an empathetic person. And that's why for me, get a child in the garden, you know, have their feet in the earth, show them the commitment and the hard work needed just to grow food. We've lost that connection. We've forgotten what we've forgotten. And now we're in the age where we're at right now, where we're not even wondering where food comes from. We're not even going to get food anymore. It's being delivered to our doorstep and we're even too lazy to get off the couch to get it. That's the level we're at. And we're wondering why people are obese, why we have metabolic diseases, why there's premature aging, why everyone's angry, filled with frustration, and so involved in other people's drama. When you are self-loathing, all you want is to see someone's downfall. It's just your coping mechanism. You can't even help it yourself. It pulls you out of your own shit. Well, also, I think that, you know, if you have that much time on your hands, right? Like say for example, someone, you know, their career is easier, but then you, they're putting in the time and effort to like actually do the things like, you know, like connect with nature and make an effort as to where their food is coming from, whatever. They don't really have the time or mental bandwidth to bring other people down, I feel. Of course not. Yeah, because they're in their own dharma. Exactly. They don't, they don't <laughs> give a shit. They either don't give a shit or they couldn't even comprehend that vibratory field. Yeah, 100%. Right? If you think, oh, this world's terrible, it sucks, kind of like a hypochondriac, you, you could get sick any second, you could die any second, you have no idea what's going on in your body, that's your reality and that's really what you're going to call in. The law of attraction is way deeper than just the way that book put it. There is a resonance field happening in our body. Like attracts like. You, you're in that mentality. Those are the people that are going to come into your world, Right? It's interesting. Like I can go to. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's if. <laughs> well, very well said. You are the master magician of your reality, and whatever you put forward or whatever you reflect in yourself is really how you're going to live and embody. And so, again, going back to children, it's one of my main passions. Mm -hmm. I think when symbiotica metamorphoses into what it metamorphoses, and I'm working on children's line right now. Yeah. And with the Waldorf mindset and the Steiner mindset, so Rudolf Steiner created biodynamic farming and he created Waldorf education. And really at the end of the day, these two philosophies, they merge together. Waldorf education is not about forcing a curriculum into a six-year-old, seven-year-old, eight-year-old and saying, this is the truth, memorize it and write it down in the next day so you can pass the test. 
That's not what it is. It's also not how you internalize information. Like it's so surface level. Like I remember when I was in school and I'm just like a curious person in general. And I'd be told like, oh, this is this. And I'd be like, why? And it just didn't seem to matter the fact that I was asking and I wanted to actually understand why I was being told a certain thing. Bingo. That's it. You're not taught to think for yourself. There's no problem solving. And guess what happens when you are stripped of all that? you lose sense of intuition. Totally. And, and that right there, that's one of the key. And intuition is just a word. It's so much more than that. If you strip a child from his or her's ability to develop intuition, you're robbing that soul of trust for life and their ability to find what their passion is and why they've incarnated here. There's a reason why that soul incarnated here, to have a mission in this life. How many people right now in this realm are not living in their dharma. Mm -hmm. Like just think of the percentage of that. That's why we have all these systems falling apart. That's why you have a strong divide in the world right now. That's why people are fighting over the same thing and just living the circus every single day. Like the, it's like deja vu. Deja vu, the worldwide amnesia is full on right now. Steiner actually predicted this about a hundred years ago. He said around 2020, we're gonna enter an age of the aramonic impulse, which is the deepest level of materialism. We'll be completely distracted in our technology and completely distracted from children and our mother earth that we'll have 20 years from this point, so to 2040. At 2040, if we don't snap out of this amnesia, we're gonna enter something called the eighth sphere, which is a completely dystopic world. And you can see that happening in Hollyweird. They're making movies about these dystopian worlds like WALL-E and all, there's a thousand movies about this apocalyptic realm that we're about to go into. And they're almost like suppressing our reaction and breeding this into manifestation. We're in interesting times. Like I'm not a fear monger. I'm not a prepper in that sense but I'm a preparer and I see the spiritual war that's happening right now. This is on our table right now. We're at an 11th hour in that sense. So then what can people do to get healthy? (laughs) There we go. First and foremost, get the vessel healthy and find your why in this life. Why are you doing this? Is it to make money? Is it to have the best physique? Maybe that's not going to work for you. Maybe those things should be side effects of a higher purpose. That's the thing, right? Like, I think you really need to understand your purpose in life to feel like you're, it's like worth living, you know, and worth living beyond just a surface level. Like, oh, you know, this leads to this. It's more so like, what is your why? What keeps you going? What drives you and what fuels you? That's it. And people are not introspective enough for the most part. Like, I think we are lacking introspection in this planet, like for the most part, people don't take the time to reflect and like think about these things. They do not for a number of reasons. They don't have the faculties, right? So they've never developed those impulses. They've been completely shrouded and you know discredited through their parents, through the system, that those abilities have been shunned and said, don't go there. Or they don't have the biochemicals. The neurotransmitters are not manufactured because their entire gut is dilapidated with heavy metals, toxins, bacteria, viral loads, everything you can imagine. They're bathing in tap water. I mean, I can go on and on. The more I I look at the physiology through a biochemical lens, the more I actually have more empathy because it's like, you don't even have the, you never had the chance. Mm -hmm. Then you throw in fear. Then you throw in this debt slave capitalistic system where people are, it's not only should I succeed, you should fail. So it's scarcity and oh poverty, scarcity and poverty conscious. All of those things are literally rotting the soul's purpose in the body. And these bodies are starting to fall apart. So, you know, we've talked about the concept of intuition and, you know, how if you have been bred in a certain system, sometimes you lose your ability to do that. You lose kind of contact with your own soul. So if someone is there today, but they want to shift their gears, what do you recommend that they do? Well, I would first and foremost do a forensic audit on their life, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm a practicing anthroposophist, which is anthroposophy. I'm also a Rosicrucian at heart. These are ancient, ancient, you know, philosophies of spiritual science. Mm -hmm. It's not a deity. It's not a religion. It's introspective work. Right. So how, how do I review and analyze myself as my own psychologist? Mm-hmm. And so before I go to bed, you know, every night I review and analyze the day. I look at that as an opportunity to see how did I handle certain situations? What patterns are arising? When did I find, a, you know, stress? How did I react to that stress? What 
that I find obnoxious about my day? Was it someone that cut me off? Was it a conversation I had with my partner? What are these things and what am I doing not to avoid them, but to understand them so I can properly grow? We're not doing that. We're just turning the TV on or getting lost in social media or doing some other bullshit of escapism. We're not bettering ourselves. Why did the monks live in the caves for 90 years in silence? Or were they crazy? Imagine a hundred year Vipassana where mm -hmm. it's like silence. No, I don't think they're crazy. I think they've did something in their last life to incarnate into that life. And they're going to another realm, some other higher learning. And so if you're listening to this, do an audit on your life. Look at your sphere of influence. Look at the people in your life. Everyone has five, six of the top closest people. You don't have a hundred, you have five or six, right? Who are these people? What are they doing in your realm? Why are you sharing space with them? How are they showing up for you? And also, how are you showing up for them, mm -hmm. right? We're always like, you know, who's the bad character around us? Maybe you're the bad character. Look and evaluate yourself, right? That is important. I have to zoom in on exactly what you're saying, where sometimes you are the bad one. And I remember going through this, Shervin, after college, and I realized I was like, I'm the problem. I appreciate I, you saying that. Like, because I was a mean girl. Yeah. I gossiped and I wasn't doing, I wasn't living in my purpose. And I remember I woke up that day and I was like, I'm not going to be this person again. I'm the problem. I'm attracting people who are like me because I'm like this. Yeah. And you have to sometimes realize that you are the issue and you can change. I really love hearing truth come out. It's being vulnerable is the ultimate masterpiece of medicine that we can offer ourselves. And, you know, a lot of us, we don't realize, but we're running around with a parasitic energy you know, and we're not meeting people with a balance of energy exchange. And again, you look at the para-X, what is this trying to do? This is trying to help mitigate the parasites in the body. If you're loaded parasitically, and I, and it could, I could mean physically or metaphorically, you're operating as a parasite. It's just, it is what it is. We take on those forms of conscious. And so just really reflect on yourself. Like, are you, are you, stealing energy from people without even knowing it. Most vampiric energy out there don't even know that they're operating like that because that's just their wheelhouse and that's their comfort zone. And so outside of looking at the lens of the people around you and yourself, start looking at, you know, your habits, you know, start looking at your rituals and it start with the basics. You don't have to go on some exotic 30 day jungle ayahuasca tour and go deep into the jungles and do all that stuff. Start with the basics first. So you reach a certain plateau. And then when you're ready for the next level, totally. you become that initiate and take that on. And when you start creating momentum in life, start tapping yourself in the back too. Like start celebrating your wins. If you're eating healthy for two weeks straight, you're hydrated, you're moving your body, you know, you're not sitting watching TV all day long, you're participating, you know, all those things. It's going to be a lot harder for you to want to just throw that away totally. with some bullshit. You get what I'm saying? So that's what momentum's all about. Momentum can go in any direction too, right? Your momentum can take you off the cliff down a dark, dark, you know, perilous fall, or your momentum can put you in a position where uh, you can be living the best life of all time. You couldn't even believe that you got there. And I know a lot of people that have been there, including myself, mm -hmm. you know, like we have moments in life and also understand that life is cyclical, right? We live in cycles, just like nature. And so we can't get too high. We can't get too low. We got to understand that there are cycles. There's times to rejuvenate. There's times to go berserk. You know what I mean? Like, for example, in the wintertime, I like to operate in my yin energy. I like to go inwards. I like to hibernate. I like to rejuvenate. I like to balance. It's how my mind and body works. That's where I focus on creations and alchemy and reviewing it and analyzing my pain. You know, I've gone through amazing, crazy stuff. I've also gone through the gnarliest tragedies ever. I'm still in recovery of one of the craziest tragedies ever. And I sit in that pain so I can feel it and not just block it with some other bullshit of escapism. Escapism is another root factor, in my opinion, that we're running away from stuff. And it's not just with alcohol and drugs and food. It's behavior, distractions, behavioral patterns. And this, let, me, let me tell you this, the system knows this and the system is preying on this. All the technology, the corporatocracies, technocratic stuff is preying on your data. They're chicken hawking all the data right now. This experiment we went over the last few years, in my opinion, that was one of the biggest data captures in the world. 
we have the internet of eyes coming. I don't know if you know what that is, but there's billions and billions of cameras placed all over the world right now. Everything is being recorded. We're in a trippy realm right now. So just be in your body, start operating or flexing the muscle of discernment, not judgment. Judgment's based on fear. Mm -hmm. Discernment's based on looking at the facts, having some time, having some patience, get out of the erratic behavior where you're quick to react, Yeah. right? So start maybe getting into your breath. You know, you and I are having this conversation, we're excited. I'm probably breathing 30, 40 times a minute, but in actuality, if I want my parasympathetic system to be on and rejuvenating, I should be breathing four or five times a minute, if maybe even less than that. So start looking at things diagnostically and see what benefits you gain from that and how far you can have your potential meet you because everyone's a master. There's no hierarchy here. I'm not special. I have the same problems, same issues, same everything. But what, I'm, what I am doing is I'm telling myself I'm worthy enough to evaluate and get better. I do this exercise where I write down what habits my future self would have. And I go about and do those things as though I'm already that person. And I feel like oftentimes when we don't know where to start, that's actually like sometimes a good place to start, you know, where you take inventory. Okay, like these are like all of the things I need to work on. Okay, what about the version of me that's like my optimal? What are they doing in their day? Write those things down. And even if you can check off like two to three things on that list, you are doing better than you did yesterday, you there know? And like yeah. constantly just working to become that version of yourself. That's right. That's a really good practice. I love the idea of transcribing onto something. Uh -huh, yeah. there, there is. That's why the mystics and the masters were all poets. Mm -hmm. You know, all of them from you know Sufi poets to Merlin magic to the Druids to the Mayans. I mean, when you transcribe, you're creating. It's almost like um, Inception, right? If you've seen Inception, mm -hmm. there's layers of reality. By putting it on a canvas, putting it on a paper, putting it in a book or whatever, you're holding that on a different vantage point and it's living on another ecosystem and you know it. And you're like, okay, I got to do that, right? And I like what you also said is that you don't need to have a hundred wins, you know, every week. It's like two or three things. Momentum, you know, like maybe I'm not going to hang out with this person anymore for two weeks. Let's see what that does to my vitality. You know, maybe instead of three hours or four hours a day on social media, it's going to be an hour. Let's just see what that does with that extra time. Maybe I'm going to get up and do 45 minutes of fasted cardio and get myself in front of the sun every day. Let's just see what that does. How am yeah, I going to feel? It's the small things. Like people, I think they get overwhelmed and it's like all or nothing, which is such bullshit. It's like, just start with the little things. Whatever good you can add to your life today makes you like so much better than yesterday. That's right. And it's like a compound of those little, little things that gets you to kind of like the, a better place. That's right. H how you do anything is how you do everything. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And the instant gratification is the same thing as an allopathic perspective. Mm -hmm. We're dynamic beings. Absolutely. And it's never too late. I really want to focus on that. A 100%. lot of people, there's, their subconscious might think it's too late. Their frontal conscious, no, no, but it's in them. That's really deep meditative work that you got to go through. Like, what is this concept of too late? Like time, it's like, you know, what is it at the end of the day? It's yeah. like, you can't let it be a shackle for yourself. Yeah. So it's never too late. It's never too late. I think it's never been able to express your own intuition. Then you somehow get into a victim mentality and then you can't live in victimhood, so you suppress it. Mm -hmm. And then you have a false ego. Yeah, That's why there's so many people that are so full of shit out there because they're living caricatures of a fake soul wrapped up in a body that's failing them. Just think about how crazy that is. And when you're operating in that kind of mentality, you don't care about yourself. You don't care about anyone. anyone. And you then you're doing peculiar behavior, right? And that's where you get all of this like, stuff that's going on, you know, between people, all these like cataclysmic breakdowns, you know, you got violent communication, you know, there's no like receivership of like fluid love and operate in pure abundance. Again, it goes back to being parasitic and everyone blaming someone else for their problems, blaming the government, blaming this, blaming that. Where is that getting you? A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. I could keep talking to you for like literally one more hour <laughs> at least, yeah. but I actually have a audience question, which I want to get to. So it comes from Lexi Dandan, and she says, 
cold plunging. When do you do it and why? Okay. What's up, Lexi? <laughs> That's a really cool name. Lexi Dan Dan? Yeah. Okay. So, by the way, big shout out to the Cold Plunge family. Those guys are my brothers. Their cold plunge is the best ever, and they hooked me up. I've been a cold plunger since day one. I like cold plunging in the rivers. I like cold plunging at my house with the cold plunge system. My whole thing with cold plunging is you're doing it on you're doing it on days off that you're not training. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh-huh. To, there is such a thing as too much hormesis. You cannot be doing 600 different things that are putting your body under stress, especially for women. Correct. So thank you for specifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're right. And this isn't a sexist thing or not, but it's, but there is something to it with women. It's hormones. It's hormones. It's thyroid. It's hypothalamus. It's too much of a shock and it could cause a little bit of chaos. I'm a big fan of cold plunging for women. Absolutely. hundred percent. But you can't be doing it when you're tapped. Yeah. Like your CNS can't be completely at its exhaustion. You can't be doing HIT, intermittent fasting, cold plunging, you know, so you can't be doing it all in the same day. It's yeah. just a lot. It's a, it's a lot to take on. You hear about like professional athletes, like they get into a cold bath after like, you know, a workout or after a big game and stuff like that. I'm tending noticing that I like cold plunges. I like to go in a sauna after I'm a workout. Mm-hmm. It's actually been proven to help muscle synthesis and regrowth and things like that. Cold plunging comes on days off and I like it earlier in the day, you know, cause it's, it's electrical, right? It sparks you. It turns on your survival. I mean, that's what it is, right? Instead of like dying of hypothermia, your body activates and turns on. And that's like drinking a cup of coffee almost. So that's how I like to cold plunge. Yeah. I'm a big fan as well. I like to do contrast therapy. So cold plunge. And then yeah, it's, it's like my favorite thing. That's I feel like best. I'm high afterwards. It's, it's so good. So good. Yeah. <laughs> I just got a house. I'm, I have to get a cold plunge installed. I'm like, I miss it so much. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Tr- try it with Para-X. Okay. Para-X and red light therapy with cold plunge and infrared. Mm-hmm. You're on a whole nother level. Okay, well, you guys yeah. know what to do now. <laughs> this has been honestly a joy. Yeah. Made my week. Tell everyone where they can find you. You could find me in your heart <laughs> and in your soul. I'm here as your brother. I'm here as someone that's helping pave the way with a lot of beautiful people. I just want to give a shout out to the Symbiotica family, my my team and family over there. Without them, a lot of this wouldn't be able to be possible. You know, I work with the best organization ever. I'm not really on many platforms. Well, I actually, I'm starting to get on many platforms. I have my podcast, which we'll bring you in. It's called Wake the Fake Up. Mm, love that name. Right? So sick. I have some epic people on that podcast, epic athletes, epic actors, epic scientists and doctors. We go so deep. We cross the lines. Fuck it. I don't care. She's my French. And you can find me on social media, Instagram. It's mm-hmm. chairveen 333 And your content is great, I have to say. It's always very it. informative. I won't jump on the wave of escapism. Mm-hmm. So I know that the algorithm wants you to escape. You know, it's just sending you material that just excites you and stuff like that and pulls you out of your own reality. I'm not going to be part of that perpetual train. What I do is I put content out there that makes you stop and think and hopefully trigger something in you. Love that. Thank you so much for being here. It's an honor to be here. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved the episode and feel like it brought you value, don't forget to rate the show and leave a review. It takes five seconds and really helps the show grow so I can keep bringing on awesome guests. If you want to follow me behind the scenes, you can find me on Instagram at Sif And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I drop new episodes every Tuesday, so come hang with me and shoot the shit with some really smart people, learn and unlearn, and have a lot of fun. See you next week. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.